Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Nerd Related Podcast, baby. Nerds! A lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff going on. Got some ups and downs, I'm feeling about them, but I'm getting a little better about a couple things overall, so let's get into it, man. How how was your week? Pretty good, man. Pretty good week. Um, Lots going on. Went to Texas for the Rumble. Proud to say that my predictions on the podcast were pretty spot on last week. So if you were listening, it's what happened. Um, Short week at work. And then last night, we had our annual awards banquet. Your boy uh, wasn't third place for the year, but only three teams hit 100%. So uh, we celebrated those folks, had a bunch of drinks, did some dancing. We had a DJ from the Bucks there who was doing like the announcing so like all the people that got to come okay. up, she announced their names, like the lineup at a Bucks game with their own walk-in music and shit. Well, that was cool. Um, did a little like three-minute speech. That was nice. Overall, it was a good night. We stayed downtown, did some drinking. You know, got to celebrate. This shit's hard, man. Like when the nine to five pays the bills, but it's it's hard. So it was just a fun time, man, letting people unwind and recognizing those folks for doing what they do. You How about you, man? How's your week? Sexy. Oh, yeah. Got the little taper going. The haircut's fresh, man. I'm trying to grow my hair out to get it braided. But um, I'm just getting ready for the baby pretty much. Had some more people drop some stuff off, put a crib together. My girl's trying to do stuff on her own, bro. So she puts the crib like halfway together backwards <laughs> the wrong way. I take it all apart. And read. I was getting so frustrated. She was she knew I was too. And she was like, I'm sorry. I'm like. Whatever, you gotta do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then uh my daughter's here for the weekend and I told I showed her the YouTube page, showed my son the YouTube page. They're liking it and stuff, you know. Um well, not 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 too much, not too much going on over here. Just living life, man. <clears throat> yeah, it's some behind the scenes stuff, man. Like we're trying to figure this stuff out. We've been I've been trying to get this started for like two years, it feels like now, but there's just stuff doing it by yourself takes forever. The editing takes forever. Now we're back at it again, Ray and I, and like combining our accounts so that the content is easier to put out there. Like our TikToks, putting them on the same account, YouTube, putting that stuff out there. Where do the videos go? How do I get access to edit them? Like all that stuff takes an enormous amount of time, even yeah, just figuring be, it out. We're trying to be one now, guys. No individuals. Trying to be a two man team here. You know, we had some other guys at first, you know, but this is something we really want to do. I definitely want to do it. I just told my girl today, like, she's like, did you guys start yet? I was like, no. I was like, but I don't care. <laughs> Got to do it. Got to get it done. I want to do it. I love it. This is something I want to do. You I mean, know? The, way, the way a lot of this stuff works, like TikTok algorithms, you got to post all of them, right? You have to post. You have to create content and post. Yeah. So, like, me doing it by myself, it, it's tough. And Ray doing it by himself is tough. But if we're doing it on the same account, now we can get three to five posts a day real easy. We can get videos on YouTube. I'm going to talk to him about doing like a 30-day challenge. I guess that's a really quick way to grow your YouTube channel where we post a video every single day. Stuff okay. like that. Just kind of giving you guys what it takes, right? Like the background of it. Now the podcast, which is you know on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud. We have an RSS feed. You can pretty much listen to it wherever you want on your favorite podcast app. Um, So that's cool. But... You know, it's work. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to do this stuff anyways. We're going to play video games anyways. So we might as well try to create some content, see if you guys like it, get some feedback, and just have fun with it. We're down here. I'm in the man cave every single day playing something mm-hmm. with Ray. You know, we're talking about comic books every day on text messages and sending each other videos and, and articles. So we're going to make I you share like it. it. <laughs> you don't like it. We're going to make you like it. But, uh, First things first, I want to talk about James, uh, the new James Gunn news came out. Um, Brian sent me a, a link at first, and uh, it was like a six-minute video of what he was talking about. At first, I was ex- excited, you know, saying just because it's new, you know, new news and you're talking about what was going on. But then I started looking at the stuff a little bit deeper, you know, saying that from my standpoint, from fan standpoint, um, I feel like a lot of it's um, – frivolous but that's just from my point of view I, I i think he's trying to 
people that don't like comic books or whatever find a way to bring them in as well. You know what I'm saying? Like with the um with the Themyscira show with the um Amazons and stuff, making it mm -hmm. a Game of Thrones type show. You know what I'm saying? Me personally as a comic book fan, or you know, I love Wonder Woman. I don't give I could give two rats ass about that, that stuff. <laughs> you know but you put that out there like, yo, this is this is gonna be like like this, or just look like it, people are gonna go to it because that's what's hot, you know what I'm saying? Or that's what's you know going on right now. You know, so I get that. But I, I'm I'm not a big fan of a lot of it. And then a lot of it I don't under, understand either. Like the Swamp Thing is gonna not be a part of the DCU, but it's gonna push DCU forward or something like that. Like I don't understand what the hell the guy's talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and then you want to make everything connected, but then you're telling me this guy ain't gonna be connected. I don't even know if he knows what he's talking about all the way. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I, but so the I Batman. Think... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead with the Batman. Yeah, the um, the Batman thing though. Um, at first, I didn't like it because they were talking about a younger Superman or whatever. But then, you know, it's kind of really you're thinking like Batman's always been older than Superman. He's been at it longer than Superman. You know, and then Superman don't never really look like he ages anyway or whatever. You know, but then they're gonna have Damian Wayne, his son, and then they're talking about bringing more of the Bat family in. That's what I'm more excited about because that could branch off into TV shows or their own solo movies and stuff like that, you know? Nightwing was already on Titans, but that's squashed, you know, Doom Patrol squashed. So I'm hoping, well, I'm not hoping. I know we're going to see a Nightwing because if there's Damian there, you know, the um, in the comic books and in the cartoon movies, they had a good contrast against each other, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if Damien's like, there, we have to have Nightwing as an an adult, you know, Dick Grayson. There's no way around that. Yeah, and and we got to get him. We got to see him fight. Cause I remember uh, they they fight and they have their little beef. You know what I'm saying? Because Nightwing don't like him because he's a little jerk. He's yeah. a murderer. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he is a little jerk. And then Bat Batwoman, you know, Batgirl, like because Batgirl got squashed. But if they're talking about bringing the Bat family in, I think they're gonna go this route like show these people off and maybe you know cut off from there so i'm excited uh, excited about that but then uh that monster cartoon no need for it amanda waller show no need for it why not just give us um peacemaker season two or something you know what i'm saying or i'm like i don't want an amanda waller show i don't uh, i don't get it <laughs> i don't know but, man i was super excited i made a video within 20 minutes of the announcement and I'm still excited. Like, stuff is still going to happen. Like, um, so Blue Beetle's still happening. Uh, Peacemaker Season 2 is still happening. Um, the Batman 2 is still happening. Joker 2 is still happening. The Flash, uh, which, that makes the most sense. We already talked about that, right? Like, Flashpoint will reset the DCU anyways, whether you want it or not. That's just the story. Like, that's what happens. When you go back in time and mess with the timeline, I'm glad they're doing that though. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes sense within what they need to do. Shazam, yeah. Fury of the Gods, that's coming out soon, like next month, I think. So that's still happening. That about that movie, that's curious. He he said that that never existed within the DCU. That it was always kind of separate and doing its own thing. And I'm like, they mentioned the Justice League. Superman had a body camo at the end of it. Like, I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He's been in the Justice League. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? He's separate from the... That's what I'm saying. Like, he... No, like the last movie, the first movie. He's saying it was separate. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, he's saying it's not going to be part of the DCU because Shazam was like kind mm -hmm. of his own thing anyway or whatever. Right. I'm like... <laughs> I'm excited though, man, for, for various reasons. One, it feels different. And that's what you have to do. Like, don't follow the Marvel formula because... You're already behind the eight ball on that. It doesn't like to catch up is gonna take two decades, and who knows what that looks like between now and then. Um the biggest thing that I that I told you is cool is having the same actor do it across all the mediums. So like if you are the live action Superman, you're gonna voice the animated Superman and you're gonna play Superman in video games. And I thought that was the coolest thing. I sent you an article a couple of days ago where developers do not like that. Like, they don't they don't think it's a cool thing. I, I initially was super geeked about it. But, I mean, uh, what was, we were talking about how expensive it would be. 
I'm going to be in people's contracts from now on. Future oh, contract. For sure. I'm DC. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, you want to be part of this movie? You're going to be doing voiceovers for the show, for the game. We might throw you in a couple episodes of a show. You got to be ready to sign your life away for the next five years. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think I get from a developer standpoint, I get it because you're now just don't sign up for the game, right? Like if you're trying to make an original game, then this is not for you for the next 30 years probably. But you, most people would want to be a part of that. Like, you know how much more cred you're going to get if your character, whatever you do in a video game is canon to the rest of the cart, like to the animated movies or to the, and and money, dog, you're going to get movie money, video game money, you know, saying the, show money like it's a lot of and you ain't got to worry about job security you know what i'm saying job security all these people talking about superheroes superhero movies there's magazine getting picked yeah that never die. big <laughs> big money and you're everywhere and your movie's always gonna get a hundred million you know what I'm saying like superheroes is, is, is where it's at and it should have been where it's at like for so long people were made fun of for reading comic books and all that kind of stuff look at us now look at us now <laughs> From marginalized to leading the money. <laughs> For sure. I mean, oh, yeah, Superman. I'm, Booster Gold, though. I'm super excited about Booster yeah. Gold. Uh, I don't... Yeah, I've always been a fan of Booster Gold. You know, a lot of people don't know him. So I'm super excited about that. And then I think James is going to do a good... He's good with... He's yeah. good at that. He is good at that. And, I mean, <laughs> just look at the Guardians and, you know, Star-Lord. It's going to have kind of that vibe, I would imagine, character-wise. It already it's already had um a turnover. Um, yeah. um what's that? Uh the authority. That uh authority issue volume one, um uh we uh, graded is a five hundred something dollars. Oh yeah, the money's increased. Yeah, comic books are definitely it's, going crazy. Already going up, man. Uh, you know, and I looked into at first I was like, man, screw this authority. What but I started reading into them and stuff like that. I think the powers are cool and yeah, there, there, there's room there. There's room there. And then the two main people are gay. The two like leaders and stuff like that. So I think that's cool. You know, that'd be a cool thing to put out there and play with. So like um I think I'm it's excited. gonna capture that it's gonna capture the boys audience. That's what that's for. Like that's something Marvel's never gonna do. Like they're just never gonna Deadpool is the only chance at it and Wolverine being in that movie. But outside of Deadpool, they're never gonna have Marvel will never focus on that. So like I think the authority is DC's way of capturing the boys' audience. Like, okay, this is a similar theme. Like, they're outside of the box. They're morally ambiguous. Let's let's get them out there. You see that new uh, Super Mario Brothers poster? No, yeah, I did see it. It looks oh, yeah. fire. I'm excited about that movie. Seth Rogen as Donkey, as Donkey Kong. I like that. And that new trailer, he ran up on him in that cat suit. He started dying laughing. He was like, now nah, you die. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's gonna be good, man. Hopefully, they branch off like a, a Smash Brothers or something off of this movie, which I'm, I'm, they, I, I'm guaranteeing there. Man, it's gonna be successful, bro. Like, they got Super Mario Land at like one of these theme parks already. It's gonna be, it's gonna be huge, bro. The Switch. So tying this to Nintendo, so I was, I don't know why this morning it popped up on one of my my news feeds, but they're talking about sales figures for all the consoles right so like sony sold like 36 million of them which is slightly behind the ps3 at uh, ps4 at this point so it's decent microsoft has sold like 20 ish but they don't release their sales numbers so that's super like guesstimate (laughs) and then they're like and the switch who's been out for seven years has sold 115 million (laughs) so like bro that thing is still out here pumping so all these kids been playing Mario, Mario Party, Mario Kart. I can see a Mario Kart movie coming out because they show some of that on, on this yeah. one. They show the cars, then they show the Smash Brothers. Like, they can make this entire connected universe of, like, just think oh. of kind of, you know, the race in Ready Player One where it had that race where the first the first thing or whatever. I can see an entire movie of something like that on Mario Kart where, like, they have to do these races and are competing to save someone or whatever. And yeah. then Smash Brothers speaks for itself. We already have Sonic out there. We know he travels to different worlds. One of the worlds is a mushroom world that Dr. Robotnik was in anyways. Uh, we so, got Pikachu. Pikachu's out there. Yeah, Detective Pikachu. And that movie was decent too. 
like oh, those three I, movies, well, at least Detective Pikachu and Sonic, bro. Like, as far as video game movies are concerned, those are real quality entries in movies. Oh, they paved the way for this movie. You know what I'm saying? Mario, I think they were scared at first. You know, they're like, damn, if Sonic can <laughs> do it, Mario can do it. You know what I'm saying? I feel but like I, it belongs as an animated movie, though. Oh, um, you, can't, you, can't, yeah. you can't live action that. I don't think you can live action Super Mario Bros. But I actually have a soft spot in my heart for the Super Mario Bros. movie with John Leguizamo in it. I oh. enjoy it. I know people hate it, but I enjoy watching it. Like, I'll Not randomly that. call, I'll randomly watch it. I love it too, and then I can see a Donkey Kong Country movie coming. I think that would be better than a Mario movie. Donkey Kong Country, that game is so fun. So and fun. Bringing Diddy Kong and man, like I'm excited for for the future, man. Everything, everything that I ever wanted is just coming. Just Golden age for us. I call Something. my buddy Julius. Shout out to my boy Julius. Won an award last night for hit and go too. Uh, I say he looks like one of the Goombas from the Super Warrior Brother movie. <laughs> <laughs> Little head, big back. <laughs> oh so, hey, man, hey, something's coming that I didn't want to ask for to see. Gladiator Two uh, sequel gets listen, released. When did that movie come out? Listen, the first Gladiator might be one of my favorite movies of all time. It's definitely in the top three, and I know the the movie word for word. My wife hates it when it's on TV because I'm stopping on it every time. She's like, bro, you own it. It's on, like you watch it whenever you want. Like I don't care, and I'll sit there and recite the words, and she's like, nah, just, just stop. Just like I no love sequel? the movie. Did you know a sequel was coming? I knew they were talking about it for a while, and I know they were green lighting something. I'm not a fan. I, I don't even understand what this could be. I, I, I'll watch it, dude. I love that movie so much. I remember I went to go see it, um, with a family friend when it came out at the movie theaters. Uh, this guy named Jose who had passed away. He was at our church or whatever, and he wanted to see it. So we went to go watch it, bro, at Skyway Cinema in Milwaukee. That shit doesn't even, you remember Skyway? It don't even exist anymore. It's by the movie theaters or by the airplane, airport. There was a movie theater called Skyway. You could see the airport right across the street. And we left that movie and we were so enthralled talking about what had happened and what we watched that we got lost coming home. I didn't know where we were at. We're just talking about the movie down for like an hour. Like, where the hell are we, bro? Like, I love the movie. So if you bring out a sequel and it's absolutely ass, it's going to crush my heart, dog. I'm going to be so mad and just so annoyed. What are they saying it's going to be about? Like, because he's dead. What is it about? Um, Give me one second here. I love that movie so much that if I ever had a kid, which I don't plan on having any, I might name him Maximus, my guy. <laughs> like That's how much I love this movie, dog. Paul so Mescal. So Paul Mescal is in talks to starting the sequel. Um, after uh, 2000, this movie came out 22 years ago. Holy shit. Let's see if I find anything on it. I'm reading it. This is a long article, so I'm trying to slip through it. They said, oh, they said that they don't know too much about the sequel's plot. Oh, I see here. I just found something. They actually have like it. They have a release date for 2024, and it says, all right, Paramount Pictures announced Friday that the yet-untitled film will hit theaters in November 22nd, 2024. The After Sun Oscar nominee, Paul Mescal, is reportedly in, neg- in negotiations to star in the lead role and director Ridley Scott's follow-up to the 2000 release, Gladiator. The yet-to-be-titled sequel will be produced by Scott, Michael Press, and Doug Wick, of Red Wagon Entertainment. This is from where I'll give credit to this page. International the news is where I'm reading this out. Um, it says, as per early reports, the normal people famed actor will not be replacing Russell Crowe's Maximus. Thank you, Jesus, who died in the film. So Lucius, Mescal will play Lucius, the son of Lucia, who now is a grown man as the story takes place years after the first film ended. Okay, I can... I don't know how that will play into because the Coliseum should be shut down now, but I'll watch it. As long as it's not like a Maximus didn't really die type stories, that would have annoyed the shit out of me. So we'll see. We'll see what it looks like. I can get behind following Lucius for a little bit. I just saw some news that made me super excited. 
that 90 show getting 16 more episodes baby yeah i saw that i saw they renewed for season two so, hey red's gonna keep putting this foot in people's ass <laughs> keep putting it in his ass. <laughs> no did you read do you see that story about pedro pascal taking the ambient and forget me was uh <laughs> cast in the last of us no do say he took an ambient they got he got a call saying he got the last of us and then he uh woke up or whatever and he was like man i really hope i get that job and he said, looked at his phone and people were saying congratulations he's like oh i did get that job <laughs> no, I didn't why see are that. people still taking ambient <laughs> that's just wild i hadn't seen that i hadn't seen that it just made you forget it. like i wouldn't i'll be scared to take that shit that's wild so let's talk about it right uh episode three Episode three. Listen, I know there's a lot of hate out there. If you go to any review site and look at this, they're review bombing this. And it's for a couple reasons. I'm going to start with the negative first because both Ray and I think this episode was amazing. And we'll talk about how good it was after. But there are homophobic people out there review bombing just because the episode primarily focuses on Bill and Frank and they are both, they're gay. They're in love. The next thing is people are talking shit like it's just a, a filler episode. It doesn't progress the story. I'll talk about more about that later because that's one of the positives to me on why it will progress the story. And the other thing is it just felt kind of out of place. You're all wrong, first off, <laughs> but um, you're entitled to your opinion, but it's just overwhelmingly positive. And then there's a, a decently sized group that's just review bombing. So if you look at some of the scores, there's like 100% scores and then about 40% of the people are like one star. <laughs> so it's it's either you loved it or you hated it. Yeah, I'm hearing dude's going to be nominated for an Emmy for that episode. I think the episode was wonderful. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, it was a story. It was a love story. And they told a damn good love story in 60 minutes. One of the best love stories I've ever seen in 60 minutes. You know what I'm saying? And the homophobic stuff is so incredible that, like, say, okay, I post stuff all the time. Me and Brian post stuff all the time, right? A guy that never comments or says anything jumps on there and writes damn near two paragraphs of why <laughs> that episode was trash. Dude, you never comment on anything, anything. <laughs> but I say this episode is dope with two gay dudes in it, and you come barreling down like this, that, this, just say you didn't like it because it, they were gay. You know what I'm saying? Just, and if, if that's the case, then you're ignorant. Super ignorant. Crazy. But love is I love, did, man. I did see a couple of things that I I probably agree with when it comes to negatives of the episode. Like, if, if Bill is a prepper, like, why does he have holes that would keep someone alive? That, you know, that kind of doesn't make sense. He falls into a hole and he keeps him alive. I get, plot-wise, I get why that would annoy some people. I didn't, it flew over my head because I was so into what was happening. But yeah, you probably don't just have a random ditch that keeps people alive when they fall in when you're a prepper and you I spent this whole time. I bet it's more for animals though. Yeah, probably to catch food. You would, yeah. that, that, you makes, that makes sense. He's not a murderer, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you don't have fun and shit, if they fall in the hole, he's going to come, check, you know what I'm saying, check you out, you know? And then another thing that, people were saying that I kind of get as well is that Bill didn't think about people rating him until Joe mentioned it. That for sure doesn't make sense because he's a prepper, right? Like he has fences around his whole thing with barbed wire. If you have barbed wire, that means you have identified that people could come, not just the zombies, right? Or the infected because they can't, they can't climb there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So the fact that that's what triggered him was Joe saying like, yo, at sooner or later, they're coming for you. It might not be Fedra, but somebody's coming for you. That That's kind of weak. Now on to the good stuff. Listen, man. This might have been one of the best episodes of TV I've seen in years, period, dude. It just felt emotionally connecting. Like You know what I'm saying? Like It just was one of those episodes where like the couple parts that Ellie and Joe were in, you can start seeing he's starting to care for her, right? When he didn't want her to see the bodies right from, mm -hmm. yeah. from the transportation like yeah and she's like shit now nah, i want it now nah, i need to see it like that's that's the personality difference um that's cool and then just the whole bill and frank thing was 
was crazy, dude. It was charged, and you, in less than an hour, you felt a connection to these people, and that's great TV, man. Like, if you can get somebody into these, and we didn't know who Bill and Frank were before the episode. I mean, I did, but, like, if you didn't know the video game, you don't know these two people at all. And now, all of a sudden, you're so invested in this story that when they die is devastating. Nah, that's great television. I don't care what nobody says. That's that's yeah. incredible. Don't imagine like and then when he was talking to the dude, he he's gay and he loves men, but he's never been with a man or got to express himself. And then it's the end of the damn world and you meet the love of your life. You know what I'm saying? Think how crazy that is. You know what I'm saying? And I I just love the way they, you know, the one guy was a little weird, you know, he's a little off whatever you know what I'm saying but they had 60 minutes guys and what they did with 60 minutes uh I loved it as soon as episode finished I told my girl I was like that that was amazing I thought that, that was amazing was amazing you know and I don't I don't, I don't say that a lot you know what I mean and you I, definitely I don't. don't say that a lot you always have some super negative thing to say about any episode <laughs> of TV what no, I, but I, it like was... the I like the main I like the actor and he, and, and he killed it and and I like what it did with the show because, like I was telling people, if we just went on what the game was, the show would be short as hell. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then it's it's also cool to like, hey, what what if or like, hey, this story could be cool. Like, hey, how, let's build on this, you know, relationship or something like that. And like, and and if you don't, I don't know, people gotta be just so close minded or something. I I just don't get it, man. Like, I, I want more of this, man. Like, you know. Give me so more. Let's, let's talk about the differences then, right? So, like, it is different in the video game. Oh. By the time Joel and Ellie get to Bill's house, Bill's by himself already. So his relationship with Frank has happened already. And we never yeah. even meet Frank. So Bill is taking Joel and Ellie through some shortcuts in the town that they're in. And they run into a person that's hung, right? They hung themselves. And Joel... It's kind of sudden all of a sudden. And then Joe finds him and Bill and he's like, you know, this guy. And he's like, yeah, that's my partner. And he cuts him down or whatever. So that's what you see. Like you probably seen some TikToks about him cutting him down and the differences in the game. What people aren't really talking about is he has a letter. And in the letter, it says basically what they were fighting about in the show. So when when Frank was telling him like, yo, I want to fix up the shops. I want more than this. I want friends. I want to go here. We can trade. So in the game, that was so bad for them that Frank decides to leave Bill, and he's leaving. He's going to the to the QZ. On his way to the QZ, he gets bitten, and instead of turning into one, he decides to kill himself. So that's devastating in itself that he was like, the love of his life killed himself, and he's like, yo, he got bit. It looks like blah, blah, blah. The story on the show is phenomenal in that it's so different from the game, the emotional investment. Like, in the game, we didn't give a shit about Frank. We didn't even know Frank. It, you know, the character yeah. we know is Bill. So, yeah. I mean, that was, I thought it was really good. So, for those of you that feel like it served no purpose, at the end of the episode, the letter that Bill left Joe is setting the tone for the entire fucking rest of the show. Like, your purpose is to protect that person. In the letter he's talking about, Tess, but Joe automatically looks at Ellie about it because Tess ain't here no more. She dead. So, like, he's saying, you know, I didn't feel like I knew what my purpose was, but now I knew my purpose was to protect this person that I loved. And at the beginning of the episode, you already start seeing Joe forming a connection with Ellie, whether it's because he he misses his daughter from 20 years ago. They've already spent X amount of time walking. You know what I'm saying? You're spending time together, yeah. eating, talking, blah, blah, blah. But that kind of clicked in him, right? Before it was a mission. Let me go find Tommy. I just got to take this girl somewhere. And now, because of the time spent with her and this impactful letter that was left after these two dudes killed themselves, it's going to change the way, not only that he interacts with her, but how he's going to protect her. And like the short-mindedness of it is just insane to me. Like This is actually going to be a big part of the foundation of the character going forward. Like What are yeah. you talking about? Dog, just wild. You, you slap gay on stuff and people automatically just disregard it. You know what I'm saying? I wonder how many people just turned it off. 
Oh, I can guarantee you a lot of people turned it off. I can guarantee you that. I couldn't turn it off. I couldn't look away. I wanted more. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, it was so well written, so well acted. Like, these guys are killing it. These guys are killing it. And if you don't think so, I don't know. Something's wrong with you. And you find something else to watch, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I saw the I saw the TikTok. I saw a TikTok that was, um, it, was it seemed to be a lady. She was showing text messages. So she was texting her dad. And her dad's like into the into the um show and he started playing the game because the first two episodes were so good. He's like an older guy, right? So he's texting her and he's like, What the hell? Like, this isn't like the game. Oh, this is all about being, you know, gay and like what what am I watching? Like, I should turn it off. And she's like in not in real time, but she's showing the thread of text messages, like of the range of emotions and thoughts that her dad is having while watching the episode. And towards the end of the text, like he watched the whole episode and towards the end, like his whole tone was different. Like he was like, dude, these the way these guys loved each other was crazy. And like that episode was so good. And how could like they make me feel this way? And then her mom texted her separate and was like, what have you done? Like this dude's over here going nuts about this episode. So like that's the other part of it, right? Like if you just give it a he would obviously had some feelings about it initially, right? He's older and the older generation definitely has their thoughts and feelings on this type of stuff, but he stuck through it and he kind of changed the way, you know what I'm saying? That he felt about the entire situation, which is cool yeah. to see too. I feel like this episode could do that for a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Cause I just looked at it as, as love. I've never, I've never been a bigot, you know what I'm saying? And I've never believed, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, you choose to be gay and stuff like that. Like I've never, thought that and and at the end of the day who gives a shit who, who somebody loves man love love is love you know what i'm saying you love your you, you love your wife you know what i'm saying he he loves his man the same way or she loves her girlfriend the same way mm-hmm. love is love people you know oh, wait saying? wait till they realize that ellie's gay <laughs> that's, gonna, <laughs> that's gonna be a big 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 problem because all people folks. think about it, the sex you know what i'm saying that's it like or whatever they you know <clears throat> Uh, I don't know. I, it was great. I thought it was great. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. I even thought about watching the episode again. You know I, I did too. So the director said there's a director's cut that's two hours long. I want to see it. And he was sobbing throughout the whole thing. I would watch it. First off, I told you, I was like, yo, they did such a good job that this could have been its own standalone movie. Like I said that out the gate when I watched it before I even knew there was a director's cut. That, that's that, how that, phenomenal that, it was. Like a short story. Make it an hour and a half. It could have been a movie like within that world. Even if Joe never showed up, it would have worked. But knowing there's a two-hour cut, release the two-hour cut, my guy. Release it. Don't do it right now, though. Wait till the season's over and give it to us in between the time we're waiting so it kind of holds us off, you know, while waiting for season two. But season two was greenlit. I don't know if we talked about that last week. Yeah. So that's coming, and they already said... The story of The Last of Us 2 will be adapted. However, the story in The Last of Us 2 is a lot more, it's a bigger scale. The the scale of the story is bigger. So they said it's going to take more than one season to tell The Last of Us 2 story, which I'm super excited about. I didn't want them to rush. There's a lot that goes on. I'm not going to spoil it because then you're going to not know. You're kind of be spoiled of the first game and the first stuff. Dude, my wife's so into this today. We just, we got back from all this, you know, work stuff. Mm -hmm. And she was upstairs. I was in the living room trying to take a nap. And she's like, babe. I was like, what? She's like, I want to play The Last of Us. I was like, okay, yeah, turn it on. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's play The Last of Us. Dude, my so girl that's was cool, too. My girl was bought a PS5 the other day. She wants <laughs> and I bet you they, they, that's, oh, that's yeah. happened. Yeah, All for, those sure. for sure. But um, not to spend too much time here, there's one thing we haven't talked about. And I wanted to talk about it the last couple of times. Invincible, baby. Invincible. I can't believe we haven't mentioned that or nothing at all, man. Well, we talked hey, about Omni Man the other, so we oh, indirectly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, um, uh, surprise. It was it was such a, such a good show. I didn't know nothing about the character. You know, saying it was well written. The voice actors. I know um, quite a few of the voice actors and stuff. But I think that that show is amazing. I'm trying to get my girl to watch it, but she hates cartoons. I don't know how, but she doesn't like 
and like, she won't watch no DC animated with me. I'm trying to get her to watch Invincible. Like, it's like pulling teeth. The but DC animated both, movies are so good. Invincible is really good. Oh yeah, it, it was amazing, and it's so that's some, it's it's so cool that I didn't know nothing about this same this character, and it's so good that it, it made me care about the character. Like, I just hate that it's so long away. What they say, twenty the end of this year, maybe I think, or next year, or I forgot what date they did, but it's, it seems like forever. Yeah, it says sometime in twenty twenty three. So late, late twenty twenty three. Batman ain't coming out till twenty twenty five. That makes sense to me though. It makes sense, man. Scrap that shit, man. It makes sense. I'm gonna wait three years. I fell asleep <laughs> during the first one. I had to watch the movie twice. I love Batman. You know what I'm saying, dude? I fell asleep in the theater. What woke me up was that scene where the, the penguin was chasing with the car. The car like, oh, I woke up like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fine. I was like, okay. I mean, that was the best action part of the whole movie. <laughs> that movie put me to dude. I'm and Brian could tell you how much I love Batman. Yeah, he loves Batman. And that movie, mm, I, I'm just hoping that this second one's a lot better. It wasn't terrible, but hey, my Batman. I'm tired of these dudes making non-comic book Batman. I'm tired of it. You know what I'm saying? Well, this is more like, detective-y, right? We never really got a detective movie. So the last, the last, the last, the last Batman, he was, you know, doing his detective work and stuff like that. And Who Affleck? I, no, no, fucking Christian Bale. Oh Those yeah, trash Dark movies too. yeah, Those movies are trash too. <laughs> he hates him. I like except, the Dark Knight. Except for the Dark Knight, Dark Knight was good because Heath Ledger killed. Heath Ledger it. killed it. But other than that, like the, <laughs> the only, only one I wasn't a fan of was the third one. The Dark Knight Rises the, wasn't good. The only comic book adaption Batman that we have gotten. Is Ben Affleck's Batman? That's <laughs> Batman versus Superman. I have some people that are Batman fans that we talk about Batman that still haven't seen that movie because the talk was so bad about it. But I'm telling you, if you haven't, that scene with Batman at the end of that movie, to me personally, I think is the greatest action scene of all time. That's just me because I've been waiting. I've been waiting for that. You know what I'm saying? Christian Bale's Batman. He's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Ben Affleck's, ben Affleck's Batman had the best. So he was a good Bruce Wayne. He was a good Batman. The way that he fought was more brutal. Like it was just a brutal way. Just dude, it he, felt he more kicks, accurate. He kicked, he punched, he grabbed, he threw. He uses no, when he punched that dude through the floor, I was like, oh! dude, when he rock bottom that dude. <laughs> that's so good. Bro, he got stabbed with that knife, pulled it out, and stabbed the other dude back like. Bro, he wasn't, man. I love and then, Ben Affleck, and then Batman man, was legit. Then we go from that to the Batman. We got another. Oh, man. Like, bro, Batman was trained by ninjas, fam. Like, <laughs> dirty boxing Batman. He fights like a, a drunk homeless person. <laughs> bro, it's all like, it's, I, I hate it. I I hate it. And see, Marvel, I didn't hate it. Marvel did a good thing, like, um, like it's cool for realism. Like the Marvel shows had uh, um, Daredevil, Punisher, and they, those were more grounded. But then they brought Daredevil in to She-Hulk. Yeah, he was flipping, cartwheeling, right. um, doing you know acrobatics and stuff like that. Because that's the comic book Daredevil. You know what I'm saying? And I'm hoping Brave and the Bold brings what I, what what I want from Batman because the Batman it didn't, and Christian Bale's Batman didn't. I'm just. I'm just mad that Zack Snyder is such a shitty storyteller that that happened like that. His action scenes and stuff like that are awesome. But when you watch those movies, which I like them, they're okay. But the story is all over the place. You could tell he has problems with pacing and timing and stuff like that. But his action scenes are dope. But his movies are all over the damn place. And it sucks that Ben Affleck got wasted in that, in, in that way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's I would favorite. agree with that. I, I like I like him. The so the Batman, I didn't think the Batman sucked. I was kind of indifferent about it. It's just what got I just didn't like the tone. Like there was a score, there was a song going on the whole time. And it was like that really annoyed me. I was like, I don't need this score going on start no, to finish. I was like, like, come on. <laughs> Bro, you should never go to a Batman movie and be like this. <laughs> Swear. Swear, and then the Riddler, this dumbest riddles ever. This Batman is a moron. 
Like I don't know, I give him a pass because he's clearly younger. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a younger Batman, but I get it. Like I get, I get in, why you feel the way books, you feel. When, the, when Batman started to be Batman, he already went, left, went through ninja yeah, training, right? He's smart and stuff like this. It seems like we got that. I don't know what his backstory is because he really didn't have any backstory, nothing like. He just seems like a guy with a lot of money who threw some shit shows <laughs> together and started fighting. Super you know emo. He was really yeah, I emo. I don't know the background of this man. I don't know what he's learned, what he's done. You know what I'm saying? It looks like he ain't learned shit the way he's fighting. <clears throat> well, now that one scene where he beat them dudes up in the damn uh in the uh, he's like, like man, that was dope. <clears throat> and at the end, when that fight was there with the shotguns, he was getting shot and stuff. I think that was tight too, but there was too much far in between. It'll be a half an hour of ominous music and people looking at each other and saying three word sentences. I'm like, bro, I don't. Is this Law and Order or is this Batman? <laughs> law and Order. What is going on? But we'll I, I don't want to. I don't want to talk crap about that movie too much. Um, Bad Boys, Bad Boys Four, announced. Let's go. Even though I hate Will Smith, <laughs> I like I Will Smith. Was- that was just that was such a sucker move though. No, it was, but as an actor and like I, people that suck as people in general, but I enjoy his movies and whatnot. I don't think he was a sucky. He's not. I don't think he's a sucky individual. He was just going through so much. It it was just a bad time, you know, for that to happen. You know, what I'm saying especially with how big he is and everything that was going on that night. You know, what I'm saying that the, the director, the first black director ever, um, Samuel Jackson, was winning a uh, award. Um, uh, um, dude from Predator Two. Can't think of his name right now. Uh, <laughs> uh you know, what I'm talking about uh, Danny Glover. Danny, Danny Glover. Glover no <laughs> yeah. Dude, nobody knows none of that because of Will Smith wanted to slap somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's bigger than him what he did, and you know what I'm saying. And I, I hate him for it. Sorry, I forgive him though, but I still it, it, that was shitty as hell. You know? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of into like looking at conspiracy theories and shit. Like it just felt like it it wasn't it was not a spur of the moment thing. If fe- Chris Rock might have not been a part of it, like he might have not known it was gonna happen, but it felt like it was supposed to happen. Like it just felt that way to me. That's what I'll just say that. Like I'm not gonna go into all the other theories because there are many but it felt like because the way he was acting all of a sudden he was he was laughing and then he's like just a switch was turned and he walks up there like it just felt interesting i'll say interesting. yeah for sure yeah i don't even know i got into that oh yeah because bad boys but um i'll still watch it because i love martin lawrence but um will smith he's stained for me for sure um what was i gonna say uh there's a bunch of uh, shows coming back. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's because of that 90 show. I'm trying to think if any other shows, like old shows, came back as new shows that I know. But Frasier, Frasier's coming back. Like, I don't know if this is going to start being a thing. But um, looks like they're starting to bring older shows back in a new way. I'm all for it. King of the Hill. King of the Hill is supposed to be coming back. Oh, I did see that. That Yeah, I saw that. Is that on Disney Plus? I think that's on Disney Plus. I'm trying to think what started that though, like bringing old shows back and a new, you know, that 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 '90s show. That's the only one I can think of right now because it's so nah, fresh. There was something before. But, um, but I love the '90s show. Hey, that thing TV you sent me, Brian, That thing you sent me was funny. How they had all that stuff, like, you know, all missed. I thought they would have took more time, and but I didn't notice because I loved the show and it was good. But that thing you sent me, like the Pringles can, the jersey. He was wearing a Packers jersey of a player who hasn't even played yeah. yet. They got a picture of Lambo in the living room that that has the yeah. new Lambo uh, reconstructions yeah. on it. You, you think they would have thought that through a little better? But have you watched it all? Um, yeah, well, not all of it. We've seen probably five episodes so far. I'm enjoying it. I think it's cool. Liking it? Yeah, it's cool. So there's been a shit ton of shows recently. Um. Fuller House. I feel like that. I mean, they oh, had like yeah, six seasons of that. Yeah. Then you have, uh, let's see, Fuller House, One Day at a Time. I don't remember watching that at the beginning, but that was a thing on Netflix. Um, Bat- Bat- Battlestar Galactic. The Connors. They had the Connors come out for a little oh, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Sure. Hawaii Five O's came back. The Wonder oh, Years yeah. came yeah. back. See, I was just drawing a blank. Now that you're saying it, I'm like, okay. 
Yeah, there's oh. been there's been quite a few. Dude, nostalgia ne- will never lose. Nostalgia will never lose. Never. Uh the Fresh Prince. They came. Oh, the yeah. Fresh Prince I, I, came I, I, out. I, I, I didn't watch that at all. I, I, I enjoyed it. it I I was I really like iffy about it. I I wouldn't say it's like a great show, but I thought it was cool. Like the way that it was, it felt more grounded. It was, and season two is coming too. They just announced that, or well, they announced it's coming soon. Um, everybody still hates Chris. Looks like it's coming back. They redid Quantum Leap. That's a re- oh, that's a re- so that's re- hey man, if, nerds out there, if you've never watched this show, uh, Quantum Leap, the original one, I haven't watched the new one at all because I have such a love for the old one. And then I watched a couple of trailers and stuff like that. I don't know. I I don't. I might have to watch it because I love the show so much. But I used to watch that movie, that show with my dad. I think Quantum Leap for sci-fi fans, nerd fans, like whatever. It's one of the greatest shows ever. Like, if you like sci-fi and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? So if you haven't seen that show, watch that show. You ever watch it before, um, Brian? No, I don't remember watching the first one. And then the second one, I, it's funny you say that because, like, we see commercials about it. And my wife is like, dude, this is like a show you should be watching because she sees, like, what's happening. She's like, it's right up your alley. But I don't remember. I, I want to say that was a 90s show, right? I feel like it was yeah, in the 90s. Yeah. If you, if you ever, I know you're busy and stuff like that. But if you have a time, I would go back. So it's Scott Bakula. And um, he he jumps. Um, he's from the future and stuff. But then he um, goes into the portal or whatever it is, and he jumps and he goes into other people's bodies. And then he's he's stuck. But when he looks in the mirror, he sees himself. Who he is. Okay. Yeah. So the episode always starts him jumping, going into a new body. He doesn't know where he's at, who he is, what's going on, and people are just throwing shit at him. And then it always comes to that point where he looks in the mirror. And it was like famous saying, he would look in the mirror and he'd be like, oh boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's an episode where he was Elvis. Um, there was an episode where he was um, uh, Marilyn Monroe. And he has to set something right in their timeline that went wrong before he could jump again. There's an episode where he actually jumps into his brother who died in Vietnam and never got to come home. And he jumps into his brother's body. You know, the show is, the show's fire. Does Super he, fire. so does, do they have like, is it like a time loop? Like, do, does he keep jumping back into the same body sometimes? I feel like one of the new commercials, I saw a trailer and it looked like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's different. He didn't do that. Every every episode... So it looked like it's just one episode. Like, there was a bomb going off and, like, he could he kept jumping into different bodies because he kept failing at defusing the bomb. It looked like I didn't watch that episode. So it said 30 years after that... Uh, what is his name? Bakula's, you said, or whatever? Got Bakula. Yeah, so <laughs> he... Uh, it's 30 years after that is what it's set. So he's looking for more information on some show. I'll, I'll check it out. I don't mind watching. Yeah, I, might stuff. Think it, I love that show so much. Uh, I see Frasier on this list. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? In that Wolfpack series? Trash. Trash. Wolfpack. The one Trash. where Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Michelle. I want to watch it. Don't tell me that. I wanted to watch it. Has, has two episodes. Nothing's happened. Trash. What do you mean? Something's had to happen? Bro, I'm telling you, it's a lot of fucking, I mean, a lot of nothing. (laughs) Because we watched the second episode, and me and my girl both looked at each other, and we're like, yeah, we're over it after this. We'll finish the second episode, and I'm not watching it anymore. How many episodes are out? Two. Because I'm a big fan of werewolves. I was like, oh, man. You know I'm into anything that has werewolves in it. When it comes to horror and stuff like that, y'all, Werewolves, that's my thing. Werewolves, I don't know why. When I was a little kid, I wanted to be a werewolf. So I just, I love werewolves. And this show's about werewolves. And then I love Buffy. So I'm like, oh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh, yeah, movie. that's right. I was and like, okay, show, I'm in. Yep. I'm like, I'm in. And it stinks. I'm going to get the third episode a try because right now, I don't know. Sarah Michelle Gellar's acting like she, because uh, their fire, a fire happens in California. There's a bunch of fires and stuff. But then people get messed up. People got bit by a werewolf and stuff. And she's looking for the person who started the fire. And she's looking at these people that were bit by werewolves. And it seems like she's intertwined more than you you know, kind of. Okay. Like, I don't even know if she's really an arsonist, you know, uh, detective or whatever it is. So I might give the third episode a, a shot. But between two episodes, not a lot has happened. It's, it's stale. And the CGI is awful. That's what I'm doing. No, see, big, that, that'll kill me. The CGI will kill. Like I, I've they, stopped watching shit for bad CGI. Like yeah, dude, they, they have. So there's a main werewolf, obviously, who's bit these people, 
and he's trying to kill them before the next full moon because then they become full werewolves or something like that. And he's been in there like two or three times. Boy, I'm trying to think of some CGI that was terrible that I could relate it to. But I, I know it's TV, but it's on Paramount Plus. It looks I don't know, terrible. I haven't so seen wor- that. So worse. I, I mean, I consider the Halo CGI to be okay. Is it ba- is it worse than that? Oh, way worse. Oh no. Way worse. Dude, that werewolf looks like he's not even in this. I don't that's how bad it looks like like a 1990s video game split screen. I don't even it's You're just, killing me, Ray. You're killing me. <laughs> Dude, I wanted to love it, dog. I'm like, oh werewolf show? I'm in. You know? Oh, community movie. They're making a community movie. They're just bringing everything back, man. Everything back. Um, did you? You probably never watched this, but do you ever see True Blood? I used to date this girl. I was super into oh, it, so I watched yeah. all of it. Yeah, I love True Blood. So they're rebooting True Blood. Rebooting? That's coming back. Yeah, a reboot of HBO's True Blood. It's gonna be um, executive produced by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, who did Riverdale. Wow, I I, I love True Blood. True Blood was cool. I love Anna Paquin, dude. I've been had a crush on her since she played Rogue in the X-Men movies. You know the place where you drop the ball, Sony. See, people don't know where my hate from Sony starts from. Starts from those <laughs> X-Men movies. Starts from those X-Men movies. Rogue trash. Like I, I can't even, I'm not even gonna get into those. You know what I'm saying? People are like, what you haven't seen because I haven't seen Venom one or two yet because I hate Sony. I hate them. They they act. The first Venom was I the second one, and I'm kind of annoyed because. I like uh, Woody. I know, um, Woody yeah, I like Woody. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't you know what they're do, doing. You can't do a non-rated R carnage. There's just some things you can't do. There's just some things you can't do. And they, they you can't do that. Hey, on the heels of me talking so much trash about that Batman movie, the most thing I'm excited for right now is that Penguin TV show. <laughs> He was the best part of the movie. Yeah, he was nice. I liked him. I liked him a lot. And, and I, I know where they're going with this because I read um Batman No Man's Land. Mm-hmm. And Batman No Man's Land, a flood happens and Gotham gets all messed up and it gets walled off or whatever, kind of like it, it did in the movie. Like in the And everybody else forgets about Gotham. Penguin stays there and he becomes like the mayor. Batman's gone for a while, and that's when we first get um, Adriel as Batman, the, the Batman in the yeah, suit. Azrael. Yeah, yeah. When Batman got his back broke, so I think that's where they're going to go with it because the city's flooded. You know, this, the police are gonna—they're all messed up. You know, what I'm saying the the town's going to be in shambles. And I think the Penguin's going to play a big role in um, running the crime and stuff. So I'm excited to see where that goes. I think they're going to be leading in the no man's land, not with Azrael and stuff like that, but just that scenario, like Gotham's cut off from the outside world. You know, and then it, it's the, the underground's going to be running it. So I'm going to Yeah, I'll, I'll bite. I'll bite. I will <laughs> bite. You should read so, No Man's Land sometime, man. I am. Um, so the Batman was inspired by like three books. I have all of them. So I've read through the inspiration before the movie came out just to make sure that I kind of had the feel of it, but it mm-hmm. didn't really help. So before we kind of end here today, last time we talked about technology, I try to have like a technology segment, right? So we had, <laughs> I mentioned chat GPT. So one of these times we'll either make a YouTube video or we'll um, do it live together with Ray because I, I want to see his reaction, but this thing is insane still. So there's different things. I wanted to share a couple of things I've done. So um, this week I was playing around with it and I asked it a couple of questions. I was training with my friend, Annie. Um, who's getting married and she was like yo she was like what is that so i explained it to her like hey it's a chat box you ask a question it's ai it's going to answer you how it can answer you so this thing dude she was like well ask it to write a wedding vow i'm gonna read you to what i'm gonna read you what this wedding i'm 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 excited i'm I'm gonna read it to you this is what it said let me find the text so i asked it a series of questions but this was the one that i saved the most So I said, insert partner's name here. And then it says, today I stand before you filled with love and joy to make my vows to you. I promise to love you with all of my heart, to support you in your dreams and to be your partner in life through all its ups and downs. 
I promise to always be honest with you, to communicate openly and with kindness, and to be there for you in times of need. I vow to always make you feel loved and appreciated and to be your constant companion on this journey called life. I promise to always be your best friend, your rock, and your biggest fan. I vow to make our life together an adventure filled with love, laughter, and endless joy. I love you now and I will love you forever. I give you my heart, my soul, and my unwavering devotion. I am so grateful to have you as my partner, my love, and my spouse. With all of my heart, I vow to love and cherish you for as long as I live. Bro. That's scary. <laughs> That's fucking scary, dude. And I'm stealing that for when I get married. <laughs> that was dope. <laughs> A robot wrote that, y'all. <laughs> AI. That's why I asked it a series of things. Um, I asked it to write like a speech just to see what it would do. That's um, scary. Farley, who has done the Nerd Related Sports Edition podcast, that might come back if you want to get on that. They were talking about it last night. Um, I want to be. I want to be in on that. So we'll probably bring that back. But he messes around with it a lot, and he was like, "Tell me how to pick up a girl," and instead of telling them like shit to do. It was like women shouldn't be treated as objects and you should be respectful. It was crazy, though. I was like, what? <laughs> Let me see That's... if I have another one on here. I save. I have the browser yeah. open usually. But anyways, I want to do a series where we ask it questions and then just talk about what it says. I think that would be cool oh, um, yeah, on like yeah. YouTube videos and stuff. So we'll do that. But the reason I bring this up because it's crazy. It's actually insanely crazy. This thing is passing. Last time I said it passed like some college test education leaders are going crazy because it's passing bars it's passing um exams at the most prestigious universities remember you only need a c to pass a d to pass it's getting c pluses and b's passing all of these tests that you go to school for four years eight years to pass which is crazy but google has one of the most stringent interview processes there is i know a dude that tried to get in they make you do like a portfolio and like all kinds of shit they put you through the ringer like working at google is a privilege right like you make a ton of money and it's crazy working yeah. there. dog so they had this interview bro <laughs> so there's this headline that says chat gpt passes google coding interview for a level three engineer with $183,000 salary <laughs> Hey, man, just make me a cyborg already, baby. Boy. <laughs> hey, make me a cyborg. Are you serious right now? So this is like live. My buddy just texted me as we're doing the podcast. So this is like new thing that I didn't even know about until he texted me. But are you serious right now? Like this is going to change the world. So I'm going to use this to segue. So as I'm messing around, we're trying to figure out how to create more content, how to create better content. So I'm looking at stuff AI related and like what we can do for videos, technology wise, whatever. And Elon Musk pops up on one of my feeds and he's talking about how chat GPT is amazing and how he's investing in different companies. And he mentioned a company called voice.ai, which is an AI system that basically will change your voice in real time. And I'm like, that sounds cool. Let's, you know, let's Google it. Let me go to the website and see what it's like. So first off, there's like, I don't know, 3,000 different voices on there. You can submit your own voice and do different changes. But you can sound like Obama, Biden, Bush, um, Jay-Z, Tupac. Like, you, name uh, the dudes from Rick and Morty. Like, name a character that you think mm -hmm. is interesting. Can you do it right now? Oh, yeah. We'll do it right now. But so I'm going to switch over to it really quick. I'm on Tupac. I'm on Tupac. Let me see if I can find them because it costs credits. So as you oh, use it, oh, you get okay, free okay, credits. Okay. So you get you. free credits for just using it. Um, But I'll do a couple. Let me change the input here so you guys can see. It's in real time, dog. So let me just change it really quick. Hi. Uh and Aaron? Yep, it switched. So there's a pop star voice in real time. I'm just talking on my microphone and this thing is changing my voice to sound like a pop star girl singer. So first time the implications of this is super standard because it can fool anything. And it's learning. It's an AI. So you, as you're using it, you get to test it. And the more people test it and use it, 
the better it's going to get at enunciations, at pronunciations, because that's how it works, right? You got to you gotta practice the language. So this is, you know, the pop start. We're going to change it up really quick. We're going to use... It sounded like it was getting better in real time right there. Like at first, it was like choppy. The words weren't pronouncing right. Then the more you started talking, the smoother it started getting, the better it started sounding. So my fellow Americans, I want to come to you today and talk to you about a new technology that's likely going to take over the internet and content creation as we speak. This is the voice of your president of the United States of America. It's so good. President Joe Biden. Dude, this is, this is crazy, bro. Like the, the stuff that's coming out right now, we're living in the age of absolute insane and utter craziness. So that's what great. I plan on using this for, so I have a soundbar. Um, that I use like a sound, not a sound bar, a sound. Why am I drawing a blank here? You sound like Joe Biden right now. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> why am I drawing a blank here? I don't remember what I was talking about. Uh, uh, <laughs> Come on. I Anyways. <laughs> so I use a board that I run my sounds through for some reason. I can't remember. I'm drawing a blank. Tired. Um, but you can record like preset messages and like music on it and it connects to my phone and I can do stuff live through my phone, feed it onto whatever we're using. So I'm going to use it for right now is to record a couple little excerpts with different voices. And then when I'm streaming, I could use, you know, whatever to pop them into the stream, right? Make it a little more entertaining. But I'm doing this live right now, so I can do this live in real time on the stream. So like we can do a whole stream of playing Call of Duty as Daily English, if you want to, it doesn't matter, right? So that's super crazy, dude. This whole time, I'm just living. Can you hear yourself? You guys, um, I have this a function that lets me hear myself, but I am in offering now because it wasn't working when I tested it before we came in here. Um, so I don't know what I sound like. Right wait till you watch this working. back, bro. It's amazing. <laughs> dude, when you said I'm drawing a blank here, I was, do you see, hey, that's something he would say. And <laughs> dog. It's, it's perfect, bro. It's crazy. That's all I wanted to hear. Tupac, I was like, man, I want to see what that sounds like. Let me see if it can. Let me see if I have enough credits. Let's. It don't hurt to try. Let's see. Okay. Uh, do I, I sound regular? Through that, um, right, real quick. I think we're getting to by whatever. Um, P, uh, Sony dropped the ball with their Elite controller. <laughs> so I'm making another video, um, with the user interface of it. I think it's nice. It does. The one comment that they said on our, I mean, on our post, this, they failed. I don't know. I don't think they did. The only thing that feels different on it, it feels plastic. The front part feels plasticky. Like I unboxed and took that that panel off. It feels cheaper on on the analog side. But overall, I mean, can you, can you tighten the analogs? Like I heard the like analogs are exactly the same. People I heard can't. The analogs are exactly the same. People can't do. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you talk shit, you got to have both of them to talk shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't come and tell me one controls better than the other if you don't have them both in your hand to do that. Period. Fair enough. Like, I don't Fair know enough. what you're talking about. Fair I enough. do. On the surface, the Elite feels better. It does feel better. It's And it's cheaper. Um, But I don't think they necessarily missed with how this works so far. I think it's too expensive, though. I think they need to lower the price. How much is it? Significantly. It's 200 bucks. Get out of here. Um, it does have different analog sticks, like the mm -hmm. caps. Yeah. So it does have different caps. Um, the caps, I will admit, feel cheaper than the Xbox ones. Um, but you don't, you can't tighten it. You definitely can't tighten it. Okay. Well, if you're a PlayStation fan, you won't know the difference anyway. So no, yeah, you would never use the other one, so it doesn't matter. But the interface is cool. I'm making a video about it um, right now. I actually recorded it before we got on here, so I'll edit that and okay. post it probably Tuesday or something. But yeah, dude, this voice AI thing is gonna change everything. Chat GPT, bro, like you can ask it to write a song. You can ask it to write a script for a book or a movie. You can ask it to write YouTube scripts, TikTok scripts. Like, bro, this is game changing. Like the amount of the amount of time you'll save. But it's I don't dope. know. I feel like today we'll, we'll kind of end it here. Felt smooth, like a natural ending point. If you haven't yeah. checked it out, 
Uh, ChatGPT is now the fastest growing and adopted app in the history of the world. Over 100 million users in a very short amount of time. So check it out. Um, Search nerd related on TikTok, man. Let's get these TikTok views up. I just joined the team for the TikTok. So I'm going to be getting in there too. Brian had to tell me to stop flooding already. <laughs> the other day. I didn't mean to do that. But, you know, once I get going into something, I usually get going pretty good. So, so we you know, check us out on TikTok. Search nerd related. On TikTok, remember to share this podcast, like, follow, tell your friends about it if you like it. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate all the support. We're going to keep yeah, follow, going. Follow us on YouTube. I'm streaming on YouTube, usually Sundays through Wednesdays, but we pop on all the time. Um, and I'm going to figure out a way for us to, like, dual stream because I think I have fast enough internet where I can, like, embed yours into mine. But it would just be easier if any of the services let you do it and none of them do. So Yeah, no. Yeah, because I got to get dinner together. I've had my family locked away for like two hours now because we were having trouble. <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> we're supposed to start at 4.15. It's 6.41 and my family's been <laughs> hiding in Two quiet. hours of hunger. I order pizza, so my food's on the way. But you go ahead and go find out, y'all. Hey, thanks I love for you the guys. support. Make sure love you share you, all this stuff. See ya. Till next time, baby. <laughs>